With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ohio Dirt Track Podcast. Uh, I have no idea what episode this is, so I'm not going to pretend to throw a number out there. We're in the 80s, rapidly approaching 90, I know that. Uh, And it is May, and it feels like May in Ohio. It's not raining, it's not snowing, it's 80 degrees, and the sun is shining. It feels like Speed Week, man. It does feel, yes, it feels like June in Ohio. But you know what? I, if I say that, it's going to be 55 on Tuesday. I'll, I'm okay with that right now. Oh, okay. I've been sweating these last few days. Yeah, you got to work outside. I don't. So. <laughs> I can guarantee I have a better tan than you. That's And I guarantee you work harder than I do. So I'll give I you might. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, speaking of, you were out last weekend uh, at Lima. You got to see the first race at Lima last last friday yeah night. it was uh my return to lima i've been there one other time i think in like 2016 um this is the first time lima has been open since august of 2019 due to covid uh, so they had the usac midwest thunder d2 midgets and they had their modifieds and they had super stocks and they had four and six cylinder trucks as well so uh, pits were pretty full. I don't remember car counts other than the D2 midgets were like, I think they had 30. So it was a really, really good showing for those guys. And yeah, I mean, it was, everyone raced really, really good at Lima there Friday. Um, the trucks were slow, but that's just because I'm used to the Fremont trucks. But it was, it was a really good time. We had a late race drama. Uh, Jacob Denny had that race one coming to the checkered flag there. And two lappers got together in front of him, and he had nowhere to go. So uh, it was uh, Stratton Briggs picking up the win uh, there due to Mr. Denny's misfortune. Yeah, we saw a little bit of that uh, in Wayne County last weekend, too, uh, in the sprint cars. We got a, saw a misfortune with Tyler Street there, and, and uh, mm-hmm. Brock Martin picked up the win. Uh, so it, that uh, if, if you didn't check out last week's show that led up to – uh, that event at Lima Land. Uh, make sure you check out that, so you can learn about that benefit event, the the, the Striker Memorial. 
uh, and the scholarship for UNOH, uh, the Memorial Scholarship for uh, Mike Stryker there. So um, I, I was going to mention, I didn't realize how banked Lima Land is. Uh, oh, my. It was, I, I don't have like a specific number, but it's like I was looking just like down. Like, you know, I was standing at the top of three and four, and it's like it's probably about a 15, 20-foot drop to the end of the track there. And I mean, it's it's a wider track, but I mean, it was it was impressive. I was, I it was it's easy to forget how banked places are until you're back there. Still haven't been able to make it there yet uh, myself, but I will be there before this summer is out. I'm pledging <laughs> to make that happen. So we uh, we got a huge event coming up Friday night. The World of Outlaws are going to be at Attica. Uh, Saturday night, AFCS back at Fremont, and then Sunday. Are you you headed to another race Sunday? I'm headed to Kokomo on Sunday with the All-Stars. Kokomo to see the All-Stars. So you're getting it all in. World of Outlaws, AFCS. Well, are you going to Fremont Saturday? I didn't ask that question. I'm going to I'm gonna hit Sharon, I think, on Saturday. Okay. Follow, follow the Outlaws. Good deal. Uh, so speaking of Wayne County and uh, the, the win from last weekend, uh, we've got Brock Martin on the show here. Uh, on the Ohio Dirt Track podcast for the first time. It's always exciting to have uh, a new guest on the show without uh, bantering on or rambling on anymore. Uh, I think we'll just uh, dive right into the interview uh, with Brock Martin. Before we do that, I do want to say, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please follow, subscribe, and and give us a review there. Uh, You don't have to write out a review. Just give us a a click on, on the stars. We appreciate that. Uh, it, it does help us get a little bit of better exposure. Um, and you can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at ohiodirt.com, which is our website. You can find our apparel there. You can find Jacob's writings from the weekend events, uh, recaps, quick hits, and uh, some feature stories that will be coming out a little bit here in the next couple of weeks. So check out ohiodirt.com. Uh, now that we've paid the bills, you ready to talk to Brock Martin? <laughs> As always, I'm ready to talk to anyone and everyone. Well, maybe. Let's do it. All right, we're going to get on the phone here with Brock Martin. <laughs> wow. All right. We're, dehydrated. <laughs> we're on the phone with Brock Martin here on the Ohio Dirt Track Podcast. And, uh, Brock, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us a little bit. Uh, man, you've uh, you've had some some good weeks strung together here uh, in Ohio. How are things going for you right now? Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been so far so good. Um, honestly, we haven't uh, we haven't been out too much this year to race. We've actually only been out four nights, and all four nights have been at Wayne County. And so far, we've been we've been lucky enough to pick up three. Uh, to be honest with you, we had probably one absolutely for sure that kind of fell into our lap um with circumstances with the with tyler street leading and stuff but beyond that the other two nights you know i think the other night we were pretty competitive and it would have been fun to see tyler and i battle it out in lap traffic and then this last weekend i you know we were we were pretty strong this last weekend and uh were able to get the job done but yeah it always feels good you know picking up wins especially like this early in the season um and we're just hoping to kind of continue that momentum throughout the rest of this year Say three wins in four races—that isn't too bad. You know, that's what batting seven fifty. I think a lot <laughs> of people would take that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. To be honest with you, uh, you know, this year I I always kind of like write out some goals 
uh, for the year, pretty much for everything I do, um, whether it's been other sports that I've done in the past or even my job. And one of the things I put on my goal sheet this year was, you know, a win at Wayne County. And I thought realistically it was possible. Um, I thought, you know, it, I mean, I don't want to say that I didn't, I didn't think that was, I didn't think it was overly challenging, but I still thought, you know, wins sometimes are hard to come by. Um, and to pick up three out of four nights is pretty unbelievable. Uh, honestly, out of all the years I've been racing, the most wins I think I've ever had in a single season is actually two. So it, it feels pretty good to, you know, already surpass that, uh, only four races into the season. Um, but you know, I know how racing can be. We, I've had years where I've started off terrible and finished strong and I've had honestly the complete opposite of that too. So we're just hoping to kind of keep it going. And, and, you know, I'm to the point now I'd like to, you know, for sure pick up another couple more wins, uh, at Wayne County. And, and even when we venture out, just try to be competitive wherever we go this year too. Mm -hmm. You didn't give Jacob a chance to ask about goals. I guarantee you that was one of the questions he was going to ask you. What was your goals for the season? <laughs> I guess I jumped That's ahead right. of it there. <laughs> yeah. 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 For us, you know, a, a few of the things I kind of wrote out this year. Um, right now we're leading the points at Wayne County. It's really not something that we really even intended to run for this year. And, and I know it might come to a surprise. And I think some people around my area hate to hear this, but it's really even not something that I'm striving for right now, you know, as we're, as we're into the season here. Um, for me at this point, I'm hoping I'd really love to pick up honestly five wins at Wayne County this year. I think it's possible to get a couple more, um, you know, even another one would be good, but if we could pick off a few more, it'd be really good. Um, so that's one of them. Uh, for me, getting some different places are my, my job and my, my dad's job and, and really just some of the crew guys that work on my stuff, you know, the last, last couple of years here, it's been a little bit more difficult to get to Northwest Ohio the way we used to. And, you know, I'd love to go back up to Attica and Fremont and maybe get like a top three. at one of those two places. Um, even Sharon is a place that we've kind of uh, pinpointed a little bit. I'd love to go up there and get a top three. And, and, you know, beyond that, I mean, it, it's going to be tough, but we have obviously the all-star speed week show at Wayne County and, Wayne County has just been a place that I, over the years, I seem to just perform really well. At. I don't, I don't know why. Um, and I would absolutely love when those guys in, are in town to, you know, maybe even knock off a top five. Um, we've done it there before. Uh, so those were really the main, three main goals I had going into this year. And, and, you know, it really just comes down. We just want to run up front every weekend. And if we can do that, you know, it's, it, it'd be a successful year for us. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, and, the impressive feat is, you know, if you were to pull off this Wayne County championship, you know, this would give you your second track championship, uh, two different tracks, you know, cause you have one up at Fremont, I think in 2016 or 2017, if I remember right. Um, yeah. so, I mean, what's kind of like the key to being able to run good wherever you're at? Uh, you know, I, I honestly don't know. 20, 2016, which was the year we won the championship at Fremont, Honestly, as a race team, we were just kind of on a different level that year. Uh, we were we were really good. Um, I, I struggled a little bit that season. I was kind of off and on at Attica, but we had, I think, a couple second-place finish, finishes at Attica. And, you know, Fremont that year, we were just constant. We were just so consistent at Fremont. I think that year when I won the championship, I had one night I got crashed out actually in a heat race, destroyed a car, and, and uh, we didn't get out, obviously, for the feature but all the local shows that we finished that year at Fremont, I think the worst finish I had, I believe was sixth or seventh. Um, 
So, you know, and I picked up a win that season too as well, but I didn't have, you know, three or four wins. And really the biggest thing is, is just the consistency, especially, you know, I think it's especially tough up in Attica and Fremont because you have every single night, there's probably 20 guys, honestly, that could win there. Um, so you have to be consistent every night. You can't have the nights where, you know, you're finishing in the teens or, or nights where you crash out or don't even make the feature. Um, I think realistically, if you had a couple of those in a season, if you weren't winning a ton of races, it would pretty much knock you out of the contention for the points there. So it's really just the consistency is key. The wins are great, but if you can constantly be consistent in the top five, it really takes care of itself pretty well. Um, truly that year when we won the deal, we weren't even, we, we kind of committed to Fremont and running the fast series or the AFCS, but it was the fast then at that time. Um, and it just kind of spawned on itself. We took the points lead, I think the second night out and we just continued with it. And we, we had success throughout the entire year. And I think, it seems like those years where, you know, you're winning points championships and honestly guys like Byron are probably the guys that really asked this Byron Reed. Um, it just seems to kind of build on itself. It's like every week things kind of go your way. You have luck. Um, and at the same time, you're just, you're just competitive every night you hit the track. So I think that's really what it, what it comes down to. It's, it's really the key to winning a championship. Uh-huh. So I, do you have any current plans to, to get out to any of those other tracks that you know of at this point or, is it just kind of a yeah. week to week thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of taking a week by week, uh, so far, actually I've had a lot going on here at the early part of this year. Um, my, my wife and I, we actually just sold our home, uh, a couple, couple weeks ago. So honestly, it kind of stinks like this weekend, you know, there, there's some big races coming up this upcoming weekend with the, the outlaws, uh, being at, um, Attica and then also at Sharon and Fremont having a race. And truthfully, I don't even think we're racing because we have to move out this Saturday. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm hoping like once some of that stuff dies down, my wife, she's also a school teacher. So she's, she's, uh, she's wrapped up with school for the most part and also coaches softball, varsity softball. So with her being wrapped up with stuff and, and us kind of getting our normal life, hopefully in order here in the next couple of weeks, I'm hoping it gives us an opportunity to get to, you know, Attica some Friday nights are kind of tough for us. Uh, but for sure Fremont and, and really even Sharon too, as well as another place I absolutely want to try to get to, um, we might, we might venture around and maybe try to hit a few different other places, but you know, mainly it's going to be at Wayne County, but, but we'll probably, uh, we'll probably get to a few different places throughout the year. Do you guys have somewhere to move or are you, are you moving into the race trailer for a week? <laughs> so it, it's not far off that to be honest with you. So, um, uh, my, my wife actually, uh, teaches and, and coaches softball at Shelby high school. And I live here in, in Shreve. So I'm just South of Worcester and she's got about a 55 minute drive every day. So we actually, uh, are, we've sold the house prior to the next couple months. I think we're going to be bouncing around between, uh, our folks, different places. Um, mainly at, at probably my parents' place with the race shop being over there. Um, and then hopefully we find a house, uh, you know, as competitive as racing is right now, I think the housing market's even worse, to be honest with you, trying to buy a place. So, you know, we're just, we're just kind of, I guess, flying by the seat of our pants, which that's kind of typical for my life. So, uh, uh, yeah, 
interesting time. So saying that, you know, hopefully we have our life straightened out after this weekend is probably a joke, to be honest with you, because probably <laughs> the next couple of months, it's going to be a little out of control. Hey, I'm I'm building a house right now and I'm, I'm homeless, but we can talk a lot more about that later. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm interested uh, to talk a little bit about where it all started for you, uh, because that's something I don't know personally. Um, and, you know, we've probably got some listeners who who've seen your names on the sheet, seen your name on the, you know, on the, on the, uh, on the sheets after the races and, but you know, not sure where it all started for Brock Martin. So tell us a little bit how you got into racing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I pretty much was around racing from the time, honestly, I was born. So, uh, growing up my, my dad, he actually, my dad actually worked, uh, for Dave Wirt on Dave Wirt's late model down here around the uh, Wayne County area. So Dave was a guy, grew up just down the road from us. Um, I was good friends with his son, Ori growing up and, and, you know, we, we spent our, a lot of our nights either at Lakeville on Friday night or Wayne County on Saturday, mainly Wayne County on Saturday nights. And Dave was a pretty, pretty good race car driver, um, throughout the eighties, nineties, and even into the early and mid two thousands. So my brother and I both grew up around late models of all things. And for some reason we kind of gravitated towards sprint cars. I think just knowing guys like Jack and, uh, you know, Brad Doty and, and Kenny and Dean, it kind of lent its hand, uh, with the Worcester area to maybe, you know, jumping into a sprint car a little bit more. So after, after we worked, my dad worked on Dave's stuff for a period of time. My brother started racing quarter midgets. And then sooner or later I started racing quarter midgets. Uh, and I think my brother did that. I can't remember. It might've been like six or seven years. I did it for three. And then Jamie, my brother jumped to sprint cars. So we started racing sprint cars, uh, it was when the 360s were racing at Buckeye at the time or Wayne County. And, um, you know, I had to kind of give up quarter midgets, but worked on the stuff, worked on Jamie's stuff uh, for quite a few years. And then after about seven years, my brother kind of had other interests outside of racing and decided to pursue those. So then it was my turn to jump in. And I hadn't been in a race car for, for seven years. And the last race car I was in was, a you know, a little quarter midget. So I basically started racing. I think I was 17 and it was 2007. Just started racing uh, a 360 and a 410 sprint car, and we raced uh, Wayne County, uh, Lakesville, and really a lot at Sharon and, and Western PA there with uh, Mercer Raceway Park. Did that for a handful of years and then finally ventured to Northwest Ohio and uh, obviously raced up at Attica and Fremont pretty consistently for about for about four or five years there. And then really the last couple of years, we've been just bouncing around between going up there and, and, and racing here around home. Uh, had a, had a stint with, uh, Joe ceiling for a couple of years, which had a blast and had a good time doing that. Uh, but mainly beyond that, well, I've always been in the, the family race car, but yeah, that's basically the general gist of how I got into racing and where I am now. <laughs> I don't I say, think, so what's go ahead, Jacob. Say what's, what's been the biggest takeaway you've had from, from ra- your racing career? Oh man. Say that that's tough. I, I I think there's a lot of takeaways I've had. Um, you know, I think the one thing I've kind of learned uh, with racing, and I think I've applied it to other uh, obviously pieces and parts of my life. And one thing I was not good when I was younger with other sports I did when I was in high school and and even early part of my racing career, I've gotten better about not getting too high on the highs and not getting too low on the lows. Um, I used to get really pumped up, which I still get pumped up when we win and obviously have success. Um, but I used to kind of let, 
I guess some of those those bad streaks or bad performances really just kind of creep into my head um, when I was younger, for sure. Uh, I think that's probably the biggest thing. You know, I try to put – if we have a bad race, you try to put it behind you and move on because racing's really just such a – it's all driven off of confidence, I think, a lot of times. And, you know, if you're not confident in your car or not confident in yourself or your ability, I mean, it really just has a huge impact and effect on you. Uh, as a race car driver. So I think that's probably the biggest thing, honestly, I've taken away throughout racing that I even apply in my normal life too. I think that's fascinating. I, you know, as a fan, I've, I've never driven a sprint car. I've said this over and over and over and I have to be, I try to be very careful when I'm talking to drivers, but you know, as a fan sitting in the bleachers, sometimes I, I think you can see that when the confidence goes away, um, you could see, you know, maybe the first, you know, I, five or 10 laps of a feature, uh, the motor's there, but then somewhere the confidence goes away. Uh, and you're like, what happened? You know? Um, and I'm sure a lot yeah. of, a lot of different things can lead to that. And that's just a, you know, like I said, a spectator point of view, but, uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting to hear you say that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think there's a lot of truth to it. You know, uh, when you're really confident in yourself and confident in your car, you know, sometimes you're willing to take and make those moves that, you know, or, or decisions on the racetrack that, if you didn't have that confidence in yourself, you wouldn't do. Um, I think it really applies a lot towards aggressiveness. Honestly, I think the thing that has always amazed me. So growing up around, you know, the Worcester area, you know, obviously Jack and even Sheldon, you know, a lot of people think about how aggressive those two are. And especially with Jack, you know, growing up around Jack, a decent amount. The one thing I was always amazed with Jack is he just seemed to let everything roll off his shoulders all the time. Um, I can remember, and this has been, it's been a long time ago, honestly. So one year at Attica, they, they had, I believe it was the Jack Hewitt classic was at Attica at one point. And they used to run the wing cars and then they had the wingless race. And my dad always talked about this because there was a night when, when Hod was running second. And I think he was running second on the last lap there for the Jack Hewitt classic with the wingless race. And he threw some, I mean, just ridiculous slider on someone for the lead on the last corner and ended up, I believe, stuffing it in the wall and crashing. And my dad afterward, you know, knowing Jack and stuff was talking to him. And I think my dad was kind of wondering why in the world did you even decide to make this move? And, you know, instead of just holding on, on to second place. And he basically looked at my dad and said, well, that wouldn't be any fun. So <laughs> I, I think, you know, like there is something to that mentality of, you know, being confident in yourself, being confident in your race car. And at the same time, not getting like too caught up in, in how the results go. Um, because if you do, it starts affecting your confidence and, at the end of the day, it can just have a pretty pretty detrimental impact really throughout your entire season until you can get that confidence back. See, that that sounds like typical Jack right there. Yeah, yeah. But what fun would it be you know, <laughs> if you throw that slider? That's, that's, uh, yeah. So what, what's, what's that moment for you? Uh, oh, man. I'll tell you what. I, I've, had, I've had probably a couple of them, um, mainly at Wayne County. Um, I've, I've probably let quite a few races go actually at Wayne County. Uh, I'm trying to think I had a night where I was leading down there back when BJ, uh, Hodenshield was winning everything down there or Brad, um, and running behind lap cars and, and drove in on two lap cars with two laps to go. And basically it, I ended up having to spin out to actually avoid the lap cars and BJ ended up getting past me and ended up winning with the last two laps. And I did a three sixty. 
I think that's probably been been the situation where I've kind of hung it out there. I honestly, I probably don't have talking about that mentality. I probably don't have that mentality that Jack actually does to just throw one away. Um, but you know, you have moments like that and, and, uh, you know, you, you kind of learn from those moments about whether or not it's worth it. And it probably changes it up a little bit when you're actually doing it, you know, when it's a family operation, you got to make it week by week. But I tell you, you know, guys like Jack, the thing that's fun about it is, you know, sometimes truthfully he could be running 13th or 14th, but he's the show, you know, no one really cares who's leading it. They're just running away with it. He, he himself is fun to watch. Um, you know, that's probably why he sold a lot of t-shirts over all these years. Uh, so yeah, I probably don't really quite have too many of those, uh, Jack Hottenshield type moments, but Hey, I still got years ahead of me. <laughs> Darn right. <laughs> so for speaking of, you know, years ahead or, or months ahead, uh, I, I know you said you're going to get back out to Wayne County and, and maybe, um, you know, branch out a little bit later in the summer once you get some things ironed out, but uh, what do you what do you see or or do you what do you see or do you know uh, uh you know about the the coming years? Are you just um kind of rolling with it or do you have some plans or or ideas for for the next couple of years? Yeah, yeah, you know, it, honestly, at this point, I haven't I haven't really uh haven't looked too far ahead. Um, you know, obviously, my 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 parents are a, a big part of our race team. Um, we've done this. Oh gosh, since my brother's been racing, I think we added it up the other day. I think, I think we're close to 20 years of, of having a sprint car. It actually might be 21 now. Um, so we've, we've done it for an extended period of time. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's something that truthfully I'll, I'll continue doing for an extended period of time might be something I will do. Um, really kind of comes down to, to how my parents are doing and whether or not they, it's something they still want to continue to do, which they still love the sport for sure. And then honestly, for me, it comes down to even just my own family aspect. If, if Samantha and I decide to, you know, obviously have kids one day that could, that could change that up too. So at this point, I honestly, I'm just taking it year by year. Uh, I just try to try to enjoy each and every race as much as I can. And, uh, you know, all the success this year with wins, I try to enjoy those cause you don't know when the next one's coming or if it'll ever come. So, I'd love to say, you know, three or four years from now, hey, I'll still be doing what I'm doing. But honestly, it's all kind of up in the air at this point. There, there, I've had years where, uh, you know, they've been pretty terrible and I've been ready to just uh, throw in my hat. Um, but it is, it is. Racing's a, it's a crazy drug. Um, it, it can make you it can make you mad as heck some days. And then other days you're on top of the moon. And that's probably why uh, that's probably why it's as addictive as it actually is. But we'll see. We'll see what the years hold. Mm-hmm. Is there anything specific you want to accomplish before you hang up the helmet? Uh, you know, I honestly, I I would, even though we're leading the points, and I'm saying all this stuff about the points deal at, at Wayne County, I would love to. I would actually like to win a, a championship one day at Wayne County, just because Wayne County is is kind of um, well, it's not kind of it's it's the place I grew up at as a kid. So I, I would love to just continue to have success there. Uh, I've had, I've had a third place finish and a fourth place finish with, uh, the all-stars at Wayne County. And I, I mean, I would absolutely love to, to win an all-star race there. I don't know if that's something that's in the cards or in within my capabilities, but it would be great if it was. Um, and for me, I would love to, to snag, you know, uh, some more wins or another win or two in Northwest Ohio. It's, 
you know, out of all the, the success that we have had, um, for me still winning up in at Fremont Attica, it was still, it's almost still surreal. I almost can't even fathom the fact that we've done that just from growing up and, and watching those guys and how good they were up there. Um, so I, those are like a few things I'd like to do. And I, I'd obviously like to have some success, uh, some more success with outlaws. We had a good run last year there at Wayne County with outlaws. And I would love to, you know, knock off another top 10 or two with outlaws too, as well. So, but I, I try to, you know, I, I try to have like extended goals, but at the same time, I just try to take stuff race by race too. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jacob, you got anything else? I'm going to I'm going to give uh my quick three rapid fire questions here before we go, but do you have anything else before I do that? I am good. All right, I got three uh rapid fire questions for you. I don't want you to think too much about them. Um but I'm going to ask them really quick and see what we can get. Yeah. Uh <laughs> what's one track you've never been to that you want to race on? Uh I'll go Knoxville. All right. Uh What's the track that you unloaded at for the first time, walked out to the pit gate, and got that pucker factor? Like, holy shit, I can't believe we're here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, probably for me, it was probably Mansfield, truthfully. Probably the first time in Mansfield. Oh, he's slowing me down, breaking my heart. I'm going to (laughs) say... I'm going to shed some tears here. That's we, the podcast all started around Mansfield, by the way, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, it's Um, a bummer. (laughs) And then uh, the last question is, what track in Ohio has the best concession stand food? Uh, man, and I, I, I'm going to tick some people off. Uh, well, I, I'll say Eldora. I, I, I'll, I'll, I know people love Eldora. I'm not going to say that's the best place for racing in the state of Ohio, and they'll probably tick some people off saying that. <laughs> but um, the food, the I think it's the hot cheese ball bites or something oh, there yeah those things are killer i love those things oh. absolutely love those things how about this one who has the best track cheeseburger oh man uh i gotta give the. Me. <laughs> i tell you i feel like i gotta give the hometown place uh some love so i'll go wayne county on there that you go that was <laughs> thank I, you that was the soft that was a softball <laughs> i i don't know what they do with those cheeseburgers but they're some of the best cheeseburgers I've ever had. I know it's something. It's something with that dirt that's in the air. <laughs> gotta be. Go. Gotta be. Awesome, Brock. We, uh, man, we've absolutely enjoyed it, and we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us here on the Ohio Dirt Track Podcast. Uh, before we go, I want to give you a, a chance to uh, give a shout out to any uh, any of your sponsors who help keep you on the track really quick. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Chasers Drive Through, they just came on board this year from Worcester. Uh, Orvo Trucking and Grading has helped us for years. Um, St. Meyer Oil. I got to thank uh, family friends, uh, Rick and Barb Ayers, too, as well. Uh, Kaiser Wheels. I have to thank them. And then uh, Gern Heights Drive. And, and then on top of it, I have to thank, obviously, my wife, Samantha, my parents, uh, Tracy and Jim Martin, my buddy, Matt Root, and uh, my brother, Jamie, who's come on board the last couple of years here for racing and, and has been a huge help for us so i gotta thank thank jamie too as well nice. good deal well uh best of luck with the move and we'll see you on the track here in the next few weeks i would guess you got any idea yet or you just got to take care of that move first yeah i think i think we should be back hopefully the following week so i think as long as we get this kind of done and out of the way i'm hoping to be back 
Memorial Day weekend, and then hopefully we can start adding in a few more races even outside of Wayne County, including some throughout Wayne County too as well uh, throughout the rest of the year. All right. Nice. Well, best of luck with that, and uh, and stay safe, and we appreciate you for uh, for taking the time to come and talk to us. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yep, thank you. All right, so that's that's got to be the best Jack Hodgshield story I've heard so far. Uh, Brock Martin's sending it here with uh, with the stories. Appreciate him taking the time. Uh, <laughs> that was that was a good conversation, man. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I don't know if I've talked to Brock in person. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's always good talking to someone new and you just kind of learn more and more about her, our local drivers. And man, uh, I didn't realize Brock had been racing that long. Yeah. It sounds like 21 years. Uh, the family's had a sprint car for 21 years. Right. Is what it sounded like I, I was going to say, I didn't want to cut him off in the middle of the interview, but it sounded like, uh, I was going to say that it feels like all roads lead back to Lakeville Hilltop and Buckeye quarter midget, <laughs> all sprint car yeah. stories. I mean, when you have that many people around, I mean, it's it's a breeding ground. Cool. Uh, So we're recording this here on Thursday, and uh, we're going to try to get this edited up here tonight and get it posted for you tomorrow morning, which will be Friday, which is hopefully when you're listening to this right now. Um, But I think, Jacob, you and I both are headed out to Attica tonight as a a Friday night to see the World of Outlaws. Mm -hmm. Correct. I will be at Attica. Good deal. So Jacob and I will both be there, and uh, we'll, we won't be selling T-shirts in the track, but if you're interested in one, you can send us a message on Twitter, and maybe we can talk about something uh, to make arrangements to get you a T-shirt, and we might have them in town. Uh, how's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say. I say, or if you're going to be at Sharon or Kokomo, let me know, and I can bring shirts as well. Or you can get them at ohiodirt.com, uh, where you can get your Trey Jacobs shirts, and your Nate Dussel shirts, and your Ohio Dirt shirts. So uh, check out OhioDirt.com. We will definitely have event recaps and some uh, some writing going up this weekend uh, about, man, it's going to be a, a long three-race weekend, and this weekend and next, next weekend, right? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm switching it up next weekend. I'm doing some pavement stuff in Indiana. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be a fun couple weekends. I'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, cool. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you at Attica tonight as uh, on Friday with the World of Outlaws. Uh, I'll be wearing my shirt, probably my hat, too. Uh, if you see me, make sure you stop and say hi. And uh, I'll guarantee I'll have kids in tow with me as well. But um, let's uh, – and I'll be in – by the way, I'll be in the campground. I'm staying all night. So uh, – Oh, my. Yeah, maybe we can tailgate after the races. Who knows? We might break out the grill. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I got nowhere to That's go. That's what I need to go do. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks to Brock Martin for joining us here on the Ohio Dirt Track Podcast, and uh, we hope to see you at the track this weekend. And until then, get out, get dirty, and support your local tracks.